At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Welcome back, guys. Charity says she has an interesting case this week. So interesting means freaky. Oh, yeah. Like you guys don't already know that. I'm still reeling from the other episode with Harmony. It's still bugging me. I know. So sad. All right, Charity. You know what we haven't had for a while? What? Weird history. I do have a few of them. Good. Yeah. The people are clamoring for it. Uh, Oh, I like that. Good word. I try. Do you know who invented the fire hydrant? I do not. Neither do I, but they deserve like some really, really awesome accolades. Don't you think? They really do, which I should know because I used to be a firefighter. So well, <laughs> it's kind of funny that I don't. There is a little bit of a problem and it is the reason nobody knows who it is. Okay. The patent for the fire hydrant was burned in a fire. Oh my God. Isn't that's that awesome? hilarious. I feel bad for the person, though. They deserve to be like, I don't know, put on a pedestal. The irony of that. Right? (laughs) I thought that was really. That is different. It is. The infamous pirate, Jean Lafayette, had a bounty of $500 on him issued by the governor. Do you know what he did, Mark? I do not. He clearly was not happy about this. And, you know, he was a, a pirate. So he had to, like, really do something to show that he meant business. So he would do his own bounty on the governor, but his would be for $5,000. 
I will take you, sir, and one-up you. Exactly. I thought that was pretty interesting. Here is your full house, and here is my royal flush. <laughs> I like that. Isn't that good? Right? That's awesome. He's like, oh, oh no, you don't, sir. Whatever you can do, I can do better. Yeah. I can do anything better than you. I always love it when you sing, Mark. I think it's my calling. I, I do. I agree. I was sitting here thinking, how can we grow the show a little bit bigger? And all you need is like one piece of audio or one video that just blows up on the YouTubers or gets sent around. And I was just sitting there the other day and this song came to my head and it just came out of nowhere. It's like, and I was like, this is a hit. You want to hear it? I do. I'm a crime creep boy and I'm reporting crime. I'm a crime creep boy. I'm just going to talk all the crime. It just hit me. Doesn't it sound like it's a hit? It is absolutely amazing. I know. It just came to me in the middle of the night. Crime creeps, please comment on this new little jingle that Mark has come up with. I think it might blow us up. It might. We might even have to go on tour. I'm down for that. Would you sing with me? I sure would. I'd like to be back up, though. Usually I like to be up right in the front, but I think I'll let you do that. Sounds right to me. What would, right, the, guys. what would the name of our group be? Just the Crime Creeps or? The Crime Creep Boys. I like that. I mean, even though you're not a boy, but I mean, it's just a group. No, because we say we're, we act like 12-year-old boys sometimes, right? So Very kinda, true. Kind of goes with the whole persona. Yeah. Hopefully but, nobody out there steals what we're doing. I hope not because that is some really good stuff. Guys, if you hear a jingle that sounds like that and like you see it on TikTok or something, let them know that they just ripped off the Crime Creep Boys. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> That's awesome. Move it on. Okay. You are going to love this one. I love all of them. No, this one is, I was like, oh my God, in the picture that was shown, which you might be able to look it up right as I'm reading this. Okay. It's very important for babies to get enough fresh air into their developing lungs. Right, Mark? Absolutely. This is why during the 1930s in London, parents used to hang their babies in cages outside of their windows. The thought Wait, was, really, <laughs> look it up. Uh, what should <laughs> I, how should I search this? Just say 1930s cage uh, baby outside cage. I don't know. I don't even know how you'd word that. I'm going to put in 1930. Because if you put in baby babies, cages, that might be something scary. I don't know. No, brings up the pictures. Oh, my God. These people are crazy. Isn't that funny? Guys, they were like out of apartment buildings and stuff, too. So they could have been look really at the charity. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I would love this. I mean, other than the pot when you fall out of the cage. Oh my God. I was like, wow. That is nuts. Yeah. Well, the thought was that the babies would still get fresh air, even if they didn't have a backyard or safe place to play. Oh my God. Look at this cage. This one lowers down from the window. That's literally a bassinet inside there. And look, look, you can see the mother looking down at the baby from the window. Are you enjoying nature, son? (laughs) I do love this one. I thought that was so interesting. This kid does not love the box. That kid's pissed. Oh my gosh. Guys, do yourself a favor and look it up. Do yourself a flavor flavor. and go put in 1930 baby cages. (laughs) This is, um, I love this. These are awesome. I know. He's still looking at the pictures. I'm going to look through this during this whole episode. Okay. Oh my God. These ones look like they're in jail. Look at those ones. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So funny. I would have never known about the baby cages. See, Charity, this is what you do. You this expose is, us to this new, interesting stuff. And sometimes I give you information that you didn't never knew you needed to have. But that now that you have it. I never knew I needed to see this. Right. But now, now I don't know how he lived without it. Exactly. 
I want to build Sophie one out of this window from no. here. She would love that. Oh, would you think so? In the living room, she sits in that picture window and just like guards over everything. Oh, and maybe you should. She get us some fresh air. Yeah. So what happens is the night when I get home, she'll be sitting in that window every single night. So she sees me pull in and then you see her. I watch her when I'm getting out of my car. She jumps up and then she goes over and parks herself in front of the door and will not let me pass until I give her treats. Oh, you've been in my house a million times. Will she let you pass that door without you giving her treats? No. no. She will sit there and meow at you like, hello, human. You came in the door. This is rule. She's so cute. She is the best. And she's going to make me beat you on Instagram. No. In case you want to follow us Charity on Instagram. Underscore. Charity underscore case watch. And I am not Mark B. Charity for the win. No, it's team Mark guys. Put me in front of Charity. I post cute cat pictures. She posts her dogs and smoking outfits. It's not as much fun. It sure is. I'm a cat person. Whatever. Let's, let's read some more, shall we? We shall. In ancient Greece, there's some really good ones from ancient Greece. Oh, the stuff that happened back then. Oh my God. Makes me wonder how we even survived as a society. How do you think doctors diagnose their patients? I've seen some pretty interesting stuff. So you're not, you're going to throw me off my game here. So just tell me. Well, of course they would drink their patient's urine, taste their earwax and their snuggies. <laughs> I am severely grossed out. Snuggies. Yeah, I get what you're putting down there. So, okay, if you have, if you have boogers aren't salty enough, there's something wrong with you. Like, I <laughs> ew, ew, it's gross. That is disgusting. I know. I thought doctors were like a great trade to be in. Not back then, clearly. No, ew. Yeah. Gross. It was gross. Here is my last one of the day. Okay. In the 18th century, being buried alive was common. The death rate at the time was really high, so doctors weren't always able to be available to verify that someone was really dead. If someone wasn't breathing, it was automatically assumed they were dead. So extra precautions would be taken to be sure a person was no longer living. Witnesses would shout in a possible dead person's ear, (laughs) whip them, and even stick needles under their nails. Oh, these are the things nightmares are made of. What if they're not really dead? That is, wow. Ouchies. Like made me Edward Scissorhands. Oh my God. The yelling in the ear isn't that bad, I guess, unless you really, you could probably puncture an eardrum, but. Wow. Uh, yeah, they just, they didn't want to. Somebody teach them how to check a pulse? No, they, no, Mark. And they wanted to stop burying people alive. Because I bet it's really scary if you get buried alive. I remember hearing all those stories how they used to put the little string attached to the toe that would go up to the bell. Yes. That was in a movie I watched once. Oh, my God. That whole stuff is freaky. It makes me think back to like the thriller video from Michael Jackson. Yes. There he goes, guys. I am on a musical binge today. I can't help myself. You were just out of control. Can't help myself. Oh, Love to sing and nothing else. And nothing. You like to crime creep. I do. We're going to be talking about something, like you said, interesting today. It's going to be exorcisms. Oh, these freak me out. A, a very particular exorcism. I got to make sure everybody knows from the get go that Charity sent me four audio files to put in the system and told me, do not listen to them until it's time. Can we just be fully transparent with the crime creeps and tell them I told you about the files and you found them because they know Charity is so not technical. <laughs> yeah, we lied to you on that one. <laughs> I did have to pull these, he was but trying, I didn't listen to them. He was trying to make me look good. I was. I was giving you credit. Thanks, Mark. I Charity barely it. can operate her laptop. Uh, hey, I'm getting really good at it now. Whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> let's pull back the curtain here. Charity writes her stuff out in Microsoft Word and she can't figure out how to turn the pages when Excuse we first started doing this. Excuse me. 
Actually, when we first started doing this, you used to print it out in like 82 point font. I did. That was awesome. Yeah. I'm All much right. better now. Enough of bagging on charity. Go ahead and get to the case charity. Okay. What exactly is an exorcism? Here's what Wikipedia has to say. Exorcism comes from the Greek word exorchismos, meaning binding by oath. It is the religious or spiritual practice of evicting demons, jinns, or other spiritual entities from a person or an area that is believed to be possessed. Depending on the spiritual beliefs of the exorcist, this may be done by causing the entity to swear an oath, performing an elaborate ritual, or simply by commanding it to depart in the name of a higher power. The practice is ancient and part of the belief system of many cultures and religions. So, I mean, I think we've all probably heard of exorcisms. Yes. And they freak me the F out. I think. Yeah. I mean, but partially, I think that's due to movies and the such. Movies ruin everything. Yeah. They make everything better, but ruin everything. They turn everything into something of their own creation. Right. Right. Oh, but exorcisms freak me out. I can't. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. If they're not performed correctly and safely, an exorcism can quickly turn deadly. And this is what we're going to be talking about. I have some sad stories to share from all different times of history of exorcisms gone wrong. How does one decide if their loved one needs an exorcism instead of a mental health evaluation, et cetera? Yeah, back then, things were a lot different. Even now, though, I don't know. I think a lot of factors, we'll get into it, but I think a lot of factors come about for somebody or a family or a person to decide. All right, well, you've got my ears peaked up, so let's go. All right, so I'm just going to mention a few, and these obviously were not huge exorcisms that were known about, I don't think, because I had never heard of any of these. In 1895, there was a man named Michael Clearly, and he feared his wife Bridget was possessed and had even turned into a changeling. Do you know what a changeling is? I don't. That was actually, I was just going to ask you, what is a changeling? So it's when you change into something else because he believed she was going to be morphing into a fairy. So a changeling could be, yeah. Huh. Isn't that kind of cool? Different. It'd be kind of fun to be a fairy and fly around. Not to derail you here but we were just talking about movies i recommended a while ago white noise did anybody watch it nobody's gotten back to it maybe i'll watch it tonight you're gonna want to cuddle up in a blanket that you pull over your head because this movie freaks me the f out i'm texting you after i watch it and i'm gonna tell you what i think i am not watching it because i've already seen it (laughs) guys watch it let me know it's actually a scary movie and i think it's well worth the watch we all know that mark's movie recommendations (laughs) hey zip it over there girl (laughs) anyways For this reason, he decided he would have to light her on fire, ultimately killing her. Uh. Sadly, the reality was that Bridget had just been sick with pneumonia or tuberculosis and not possessed. Huh. Yeah. But this was 1895. This was a while ago. So having to live with that, though, after you did that. I I don't know. Right. Wow. But did they not? Maybe they didn't. Maybe he didn't know that she was just sick. Not to go off on another movie, John, but what was that Stephen King movie that happened in Maine? Was it The Mist or The Fog or something? I think it was like The that. Fog. I and think. like he killed his wife at the last second. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, look, we cured everything. Everyone's good. And he just killed his whole family. Hmm. Definitely put it on the list of movies to watch. We should start a movie club. I really think we should. Mark, we're doing a lot of things. We have, we're going to be touring in our, our new band. Yep. And now we're going to have a movie club. I like it. I'm a crying creep boy. Oh, here he goes. He's singing yeah, again, guys. Baby. He loves his new song. Kristen doesn't allow me to sing, so I can only sing when I get on microphone in here because she's an actual singer. She is. And I am not. Yes. <laughs> then we sh- maybe we should ask her to come with us. She does not uh, like any of my reindeer games. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. 
Let's move forward. Irina Cornisi was a young Roman nun who was sure the devil was trying to talk to her. This was just in 2005. The devil went down to Georgia. Yeah. Oh, looking for a soul to steal. Oh my God. Irina was of course seen by a professional and was diagnosed with schizophrenia and began treatment. Sounds like she was on the right track, right? Yeah. Well, the other nuns thought that she would benefit from an exorcism anyways. Oh boy. A monk in the nuns would tie her to a cross, put a towel in her mouth and left her for days with no food or water. The poor thing would die a sad, painful death due to dehydration and suffocation. The monk and the nuns responsible were all charged with murdering her. Yeah, they should be. Although that does sound like the beginning of a joke. A monk and a nun went into a bar. It does. <laughs> it does. It really does. It sounds like the beginning of a joke, even though that's not a joking matter. Right. We've said it before. We'll say it again. We joke because it helps sad. bring a little bit of the lightheartedness to this sad situation. Absolutely. We get we're not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. In 2015, a 41-year-old Korean woman was found dead in a hotel room in Germany. She had been tied to a bed with a towel stuffed in her mouth and beaten to death at an apparent exorcism gone wrong. The cause of death was suffocation, likely because of force on her chest combined with not being able to breathe because of the towel in her mouth. Five members of her own family, including her son, were all arrested for her death. Wow. So I don't, they didn't really have much more to say about that, but maybe she was sufferings from psychological things and the family just thought i just sometimes just shake my head and wonder how people do the things they do yep sickening some of these get in 2014 maryland police received a call from a concerned neighbor afraid that something was very wrong at the home next door if it happened in new hampshire they would have just ignored it <laughs> exactly right when the police arrived they would find a horrible scene zykia avery 28 along with 21 year old monifa sanford stabbed Zykeia's children, her five-year-old and eight-year-old, were injured but alive. Oh, my God. Unfortunately, the mother had successfully murdered her one-year-old and two-year-old. When questioned, what? she would say that she and Monifa firmly believed that the devil himself was inside all of the children. I mean, we've all thought that about kids <laughs> sometimes. I have seen we, The Good Son. Yeah. 
She said they were performing an exorcism to get him out. Wow. Those poor babies. Unbelievable. I hope she spends the rest of her life in jail. Oh, again in 2015. Geez, a lot of these happened in 2015. A 22-year-old Belize woman named Jacqueline Sanchez. Jacqueline? <laughs> Are you doing that Key and Peel substitute teacher? I absolutely was. Guys, do yourself a favor and watch that. Charity, nobody knows what a favor is. It's do yourself a flavor. A flavor. Sorry. I apologize. Anyways. Lord, I apologize. He, what has gotten into him <laughs> today with know. the singing? I'm feeling good today. Oh, good. I'm glad. Finally, like last week, I was feeling better. This week, I feel great. Awesome. I love to hear that. Anyways, Jacqueline would die of a heart attack at her local church during an attempted exorcism. Her parents said that she stopped eating and started having episodes after using a Ouija board. Oh, those freak me out. Therefore, she must have become possessed. No charges were filed, as it was said, since she died of a heart attack, she died of natural causes. She had cuts and bruises all over her body, likely from being forcefully held down. These were overlooked, you know, because she was possessed after all. Yeah. An eight-year-old autistic boy named Terrence Cottrell would die during an exorcism at Faith Temple Church of the Apostics, Apostolic Faith. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't know either. Sorry, guys, if I didn't. But Just this put was, an R on it and it's good. Yeah, that's what I usually do. That's my go-to. In Milwaukee in 2003, his mother wouldn't accept the fact he was autistic. This one's really sad. That is sad. Instead, she believed his body had been taken over by evil spirits. She decided the best course of action would be to take Terrence to the church she had only been going to for three months and have him exercised. Totally normal, right? Yeah. The small boy would die by suffocation, not being able to breathe while wrapped in sheets. This is horrible. Luckily, Terrence's death would be ruled a homicide. Good. That was really sad. Um, and I have one more before we get into the actual case. Okay. Parents of a two-year-old boy in Texas, along with church members of a church in Texas run by Araceli Meza and her husband are responsible for his death. The boy's parents and the church members decided he was possessed. So to get the demons out, they would have to perform an exorcism by starving the child for over 20 days. It was said that Meza was seen trying to feed the little guy during the 20 some odd days, but was made to stop. This sounds like the whole mob mentality. Remember with the yeah. Sylvia Likens murder? This poor little thing. This is horrible. Horrible. We're going to get into the actual case now, Mark. Okay. This is the exorcism of Annalise Michelle. The movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, although fictional, was based on some of the events Annalise would experience. That movie freaked me out. I only made it about halfway. Yeah, I, that movie didn't, I, would, I didn't get scared from that movie. I don't know. I don't I, like that kind of stuff though. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't love to watch people get ex exercised. Right? I don't <laughs> I mean, either. Anna Elizabeth Michelle was born to parents, Anna and Joseph Michelle, September 21st, 1952 in Bavaria, West Germany. Both parents were said to be extremely religious. Her mother became pregnant before she married her father and gave birth to Anna's older sister, Martha. Because of this horrible sin, her mother would be forced to wear a black veil on her wedding day, letting everyone know she was a sinner. Why did we treat people the way we did back then? I don't know. Unbelievable. I, don't know. I know. When Anna was born, being the first child to the couple not born in sin, her mother would make it clear how important it was to take accountability for sins and being devoted to one's religion. There's being Roman Catholic. In 1956, Martha would die during surgery. I'm not sure if Anna's mother thought she caused her daughter's untimely death because of her sin, but the woman, 
would obsessively begin insisting Anna perform many religious practices. Uh. So I think I, I, it sounds like to me, she thought that she was being punished because she had her in sin. Yeah. Kind of makes sense to me too. In her head. I think that's what she was thinking. Huh? Some of these religious practices would be um, for Anna to go to mass at least two times a week, at least. So that means there were other times that she might've been going three, four, who knows how many times to that's mass. That's nuts. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it sounds a little excessive, but that's what she believed in. Anna would continue to move forward in life as a caring and loving girl. When she was a teenager, she would sleep on a cold, bare stone floor. She did this, Mark, so she could suffer the sins of homeless drug addicts and other damned souls in an attempt to free their souls. That's, I mean, wow, very giving of a person to do in really feeling as if you're helping these people, you know? I don't understand it. I know, but I mean, that's what that was her religious belief, though. You know, everyone's got their thing. At the age of 16, Anna would suffer a large seizure at school in blackout. This would be in 1968. She wouldn't remember any of it, but friends and family said after she would look like she was in a trance like state. About a year later, she would wake up in a trance again, then begin a series of convulsions and wet her bed. Anna would be brought to a neurologist and diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy. Temporal lobe epilepsy is the most common form of epilepsy. There are many causes. For this reason, it's difficult for doctors to pinpoint an exact cause. After one of these seizures, a person can experience trouble speaking, confusion, and intense fatigue. Other side effects can be loss of memory and hallucinations. Anna would even spend time in a psychiatric hospital in 1970. While there, she would suffer another episode. This is when anti-seizure medications were introduced. Some of these were Dilantin, which didn't help as she began saying she could see devil's faces. Huh. Yeah. Aolup, a drug like chlorpromazine, was then tried. This drug was used to treat psychosis and schizophrenia and delusional thoughts. Despite this sickness, Anna was able to finish high school and go off to college, going to the University of Würzburg. Würzburg, I know I probably butchered that. I'm so sorry, guys. This would be in 1973. When later asked about what Anna was like, her former classmates would say she was withdrawn and very religious. So it was known that she was very, very religious and that the family was very, very religious. And, um, you know, that she was probably withdrawn because, you know, you're at that age and you're having seizures. That's scary. Knowing that you said that this is about exorcism and hearing these signs and symptoms now really have my brain going. Yep. And I get what you were saying before that. Just wait, you got to listen to the episode. I, my mind is going now as to what could possibly be going on. Yep. So still in 1973, she would become very depressed. None of the medications prescribed seemed to help at all. And the hallucinations were just getting worse. She would often say she could hear voices these voices she thought to be demons and tell her she was damned and that she was destined to rot in hell. I mean, how scary, how yeah. scary if you don't know what's going on with you, right? You don't, you don't haven't been diagnosed with schizophrenia or anything. You've just been diagnosed with having seizures. Now come to find out as I research this, some of those seizure medications, like they said, can cause cause these things. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. She even claimed she could see the face of the devil. This face would show up everywhere she went. At this time, Anna gave up on medical help and the many medications that she had tried because nothing seemed to help. So she had many medications. So even though she came off them, who knows? What who kind knows? of effect they had? Exactly. 
Always so religious, she was now becoming almost allergic to religious items like the crucifix and religious places. Anna was known to go on many Christian trips. While on a retreat, it was noticed by others she couldn't force herself to drink water from a Christian holy spring and she couldn't walk past a crucifix. It got to the point Anna couldn't even look at a picture of Christ. It was around this time Anna would now believe she must be possessed by something ungodly. What else could be going on? Right, Mark? Especially since you said she was such a devout Christian. Mm-hmm. This so, is weird. So now, right, this is a person who loves Christ and loves her religion. And, yeah. And to, to not be able to even like go near a crucifix or even look at a picture, it's that it is. It must have something's been. Weird. Something's weird. Believing this, the young woman would vigorously start searching for a priest that would help her. Someone to perform an exorcism so that she could return to living a normal life. She just wanted to be normal. She was a young girl. She was sick of seeing these. Think how scary if you think you're seeing the devil's face. Oh, my God. Oh, that's going to be freaky as heck. She just wanted it to stop. Yeah, I, I don't blame her. Every priest she spoke to turned her down, realizing that she likely was suffering from mental issues, some kind of psychosis. They would just suggest she seek the help of a doctor or a psychiatrist, huh. which was a good suggestion, right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, let why not do that first before your end result is this, right? I, I, I agree. Anna's family was also on board with her being possessed as her symptoms became worse and worse. She would randomly rip all of her clothes off, growl or bark like a dog. She would hide underneath tables and beds for days. On many occasions, she would pee on the floor, then taste it. Poor thing. Was she a doctor in training? We just (sighs) discovered that in the last one. Oh, maybe. And thought nothing of having some coal or a spider as a snack. Oh, my God. We also read that she was known to bite birds' heads off and stuff. So if she was acting this erratic, that's scary to watch. I can't imagine seeing your child biting the heads, eating spiders, tasting the urine. My God. Like I said before, these are the things... Nightmares are made of. Absolutely. I this can't, is freaky. I, I, can't, I can't wait till they hear the audio. <gasps> wait till you hear the audio. I know. I'm excited. Anna's mother was looking for a priest, knowing her daughter needed God to help her and nobody else. So she, after seeing this, her mother was like, okay, I'm more than on board. You're definitely possessed. And I need to find a priest to exercise you because this is bad. Should we give them a taste of one of the audio clips right now? Just to hear what it is. Let's wait a little bit because I, I want to read some more. Ooh, a teaser, guys. We're going to make you wait. Yes, we are. They would meet Ernst Alt. He took one look at Anna and stated she didn't look like an epileptic and agreed to try and get permission to perform an exorcism. Alt would have to go before Bishop Joseph Strangle for approval on the request. Uh, That's not a name of a bishop I would want to be doing an exorcism. Strangle. Strangle. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) The bishop granted the request and appointed priest Arnold Renz to perform the exorcism. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone was told the exorcism must be kept quiet. They didn't want anyone to know about it. So I don't know if it was kind of taboo back then or what, but they wanted to keep very quiet about it. I don't blame them. Because this ritual was so secret, 
Renz and Alt would carry out all the sessions at Anna's home. So she was at home when she was going through all of this. Yeah. The first session would be on September 24th, 1975. The two would carry out 67 sessions over 10 months. Many of these sessions would last as long as four hours. I find this unbelievable. It's crazy. At some point during her exorcism, Anna would say she had six demons using her body for evil. Their names were Cain, Judas Iscariot, Adolf Hitler, Nero, and Fleischmann. It was said these demons would fight for control of her body, causing her body to thrash around, all while speaking to each other in a low growl. All right, it's time. Okay, so we just pulled four. Are you ready for one of them? Guys, brace yourself. And yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Oh my god. Guys, when you actually hear it like that, it this is the this is the real audio. This is creepy. That's got me wow. That's got me. And I, I don't normally things don't freak me out like that. That like that really, I'm like shaking. You know, what's going to freak you out is white noise. When you watch it later, I'm going to get that text in the middle of the night that goes, you're a jerk. I can't sleep now. <laughs> we'll see. I, I got to hear another one. Yeah. We got to hear them all. I think. All right. Well, let's just play them. Oh my god, I can't it's I can't how does her voice make that sound? To me, it sounds like a wild animal. It does. That's like exactly what it sounds going like. Going after prey or yes. attacking somebody. Yeah. Oh, please tell me they get better from here. Oh my god. Wow. These are freaky. Oh my God, they get worse and worse. This poor girl. I feel horrible. I feel so bad for her. All right, we got one more. We might as well give them all of them. What do you think, Charity? Yes, please. Oh my God. Like I said it before, but this sounds like an animal. This doesn't sound like a sound a human would make. You can almost see like really why she and her parents thought, you know, your normal daughter is making these gut wrenching animal sounds. If my daughter came up to me and made these noises, I'd wonder what's going on. Oh God. Yeah, of course. Wow. Crazy. Mark, Anna's knees broke from the constant kneeling in prayer as the demons would speak to each other. Hitler would say people are stupid as pigs. 
They think it's all over after death. It goes on. Judas would respond back saying Hitler was nothing but a big mouth who had no real say in heaven. During the 10 months of exorcism, the priests would restrain Anna to the bed so they could continue in ritual to get these demons out of her body. So they were competing with each other. I guess. That's what I just took off of yes, that. Yes, that's what it sounds and like And you said me. 10 months? 10 months of this. Wow. Yeah. Anna would stop eating or drinking anything, hoping this would ward off the demons. Her body was so weak and frail, she would need help to move. It was said that her parents would have to carry her to the bathroom. She just could She was so weak. The 23-year-old girl would waste away weighing just 68 pounds. Still, oh my God. Still, no one thought it was a good idea to seek medical attention, though. Of course not. Both her parents and the two priests firmly believed she was possessed and nothing was going to change their minds. Many recordings were made during these sessions, as we just heard some of them, guys. Yeah, they're freaky. <laughs> as proof of what they were hearing. I don't know. Something doesn't seem to add up to me. She's not eating. This could be some sort of natural hallucinations as well. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And you really won't ever know. July 1st, 1965, poor Anna would pass away of dehydration, starvation, combined with pneumonia. Her final words were, oh, this is so sad. Mother, I'm afraid. She then closed her eyes and never woke up. Oh my God. Isn't that sad? That's horrible. Anna's death would become a media frenzy as both her parents and the two priests were charged with negligent homicide. Good. Everyone involved claimed they truly believed Anna was taken over by something truly evil. Some of the many tapes were played during the trial as proof. I would not want to be on that jury. Because, well, I don't know. The prosecution had experts that said that her death could have been prevented if medical attention was received just a week beforehand, which really broke my heart. The prosecution also brought more than one doctor forward to testify that what Anna was really experiencing was a combination of epilepsy, more than one mental disorder, and extreme religious environment basically stating that she believed she was possessed due to her deep religious beliefs. In the end, both priests were found guilty and sentenced to six months in jail with three months probation. That's all. This sentence was later suspended. Yeah, that's pathetic. Anna's parents did not receive any punishment as it was said they are being punished enough. Bishop Strangle would augment the laws of exorcism after Anna's death because the case got so much media attention the people of Germany wanted awareness and some change. From this point on, any exorcism that would be approved would happen only if there was a medical professional present as well. That is a very good idea. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Look back when we did the Candace Newmaker case with the rebirthing gone wrong. Right. People think they're making great decisions and they're not. You need a medical professional around if you're going to attempt to do this, which I don't think you should. Right. But- I mean, it is what it is. So this is an interesting dialogue for us and all of the creeps. I have actually read about different exorcisms being done over the course of history, and I partially understand it. I do believe that there should always be a medical professional set present or medical attention should be given if needed. If both Anna and her parents really believe she was being possessed, as I think they did, then they thought they were doing something to help the situation in their minds. They were probably thinking that medicine didn't work and even a medical facility didn't work having such a strong faith and religious belief, having read of demonic possessions. And at this point, everyone involved were just trying to get Anna well again. I don't know. Maybe they thought this was their last hope, you know, like they were saving her. On the other hand, it was clear just how frail and weak the young girl was in the end and having to be carried around. This is where I wish someone would have just stepped up and said, Hey, let's get her body well again before we continue. 
So I don't know. I think her parents really did love her. I don't think this was done. And in fact, the both of the priests said on the stand that they still believed she was possessed and they thought they were doing the right thing for her. And her parents, her mother said that she thought she was helping her daughter and that and her passing away just meant she wasn't in pain anymore. I'm sorry. You What do you think? Yeah, I want your Yeah, input. you can't sell me on any of this. Their parents had to see her wasting away. Yeah. At what point do you realize that maybe we should get her help? Well, other than the help they were trying to give her. I think you need we need to put the pictures of her before and then right before her death. Uh, so so the creeps can see. I, I got to check it out now. Yeah. I, now I have to see if you're telling me there's a big difference. It's I need a to huge see. difference. OK, when I post this, I'll make sure I put a before and after in the episode notes as well. It's just really sad all around. All these cases are. I know. I just, in this one though, I have a little, I have a little bit of sympathy for like the priests and the parents. I get that you do. And it's not that I don't, it's just people have to use their eyes and observe what's going on in front of them. They had, like I said, they had to see her wasting away. Exactly. At some point you need to stop, take stock in what's going on and say, this isn't working. Let's get her medical attention. Yeah. I mean, I a hundred percent agree with that, but I can see why they thought they were doing the right thing. You know, even though, uh, uh, to me, a horrible outcome came out of it. Oh, 100% 23-year-old girl. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. I don't know. Well. This was an interesting one. I'm definitely not going to watch the movie again after this. That's for sure. Guys, let us know what you think. I got to leave you with this. Hold on. I just had to, guys. I'm sorry. Guys, that, that, she does sound possessed. Oh, yeah. I don't know how she could humanly make those she noises. She does sound possessed in those. It's freaky. It's very freaky. All right, guys, let us know what you think. Reach out to us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast, Twitter, Case Watch Pod. I'm at not Mark B on Instagram. Charity's at charity underscore Case Watch. Charity underscore Case Watch. Blah, blah, blah. If you want to follow her, nobody really cares. Blah, 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 blah. <gasps> You can reach us at uh, 603-212-4600 and info at casewatchpodcast.com. And if you guys could do us a huge favor, like we mentioned on last episode, help us grow our audience. Go over to Apple Podcasts and just leave us a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say. You can go ahead and put whatever you want in there if you want. Put something funny. We love reading them. You can put Team Charity. No, please don't put Team Charity. Yep, you can put Team Charity. All right, Team Mark. That we're gonna we're gonna start a war here. We are. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye, guys. See ya. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.